Tax Loss Harvesting and Tax Gain Harvesting Explain. Hi everyone, my name is Tan and I'm an independent certified financial planner practitioner at Tan Wealth Management. Today, educational video is about tax harvesting. Tax harvesting breaks down into two forms, tax loss harvesting and tax gain harvesting. The goals of tax loss harvesting and tax gain harvesting are to reduce your overall tax liability, avoid or reduce paying taxes on your investment gain, and increase your after-tax returns. What is tax loss harvesting? Tax loss harvesting is selling an investment at a loss to realize the loss, then reinvest the proceeds in a similar investment. You want to realize the loss for the tax benefits. You want to replace the investment with something similar because when that type of investment covers, you don't miss out on the gains. In order to do tax loss harvesting, the investment value has to be below their cost basis. How is tax loss harvesting done in practice? Here is an example. Let's say in 2019, you invested $100,000 in a brokerage account, consisting of $60,000, which is your cost basis, in a total stock market index fund and $40,000, which is your cost basis in a total bond market index fund. Due to the coronavirus pandemic, the stock market crashes in 2020 and the value of total stock market index fund decreases to $50,000. You sold all of your total stock market index fund, then use that money to buy the USA Momentum ETF. Your new cost basis is $50,000, which is invested in the USA Momentum ETF. You have a $10,000 capital loss. You took a realized loss, but not an actual loss because you remain fully invested with little changes to your asset allocation. Which means, you realize a loss for the tax benefit, but also stay invested. When the US stock market recovers, your investment also recovers because you were fully invested. So what is the tax benefit? Let's say you have capital gains to offset and you are in the 20% long-term capital gains tax rate. Your total tax savings now is $10,000 times 20% equal $2,000. If you don't have capital gains to offset, you can deduct $3,000 annually from your ordinary income until you use up all the $10,000 capital loss. Let's say you are in the 35% federal income tax bracket, and we are not going to include state income tax for simplicity. Your total tax saving is $10,000 times 35% equal $3,500. Remember, you are deducting $3,000 in year one, $3,000 in year two, $3,000 in year three, then $1,000 in year four from your ordinary income. The caveat is that you are decreasing your investment cost basis. If you want to get the full benefit of the tax loss harvesting, what you do after tax loss harvesting is critical and we will go over that later in the video. What are the benefits associated with the tax loss harvesting? When you have mutual funds in ETF, the funds distribute capital gains or dividends whether you like it or not. 
That is a taxable event in the year the fund distributes the capital gains or dividends. If you can sell an investment at a loss, you can offset that loss with the fund's capital gains or dividends. Realize that short-term capital gains are normally taxed at your highest tax rate in the year the gains are realized. If you can do tax loss harvesting, the capital loss can offset the capital gain. It's the tax benefits you're getting when you do tax loss harvesting. First, you can offset capital loss with capital gain. If there is no capital gain to offset, up to $3,000 can be deducted against your current income, not indexed for inflation. If you have excess capital losses, after you deduct $3,000 from your income, the losses are carried forward into next year until you use up all the losses. Reinvestment of the tax saving. Instead of paying taxes on the investment gains, you can take that money and invest it in the account so that money can grow over time. The tax saving in difference in tax rates between ordinary income tax rates and long-term capital gains tax rates. Short-term capital gains are taxed at earning income and it's about 50% for high income earners. For example, you have $1,000 of short-term capital gain and it's taxed at 50%. The tax is $500. You did enough tax loss harvesting to offset capital loss of $1,000 with a short-term capital gain of $1,000. Your net tax is zero because $1,000 loss minus $1,000 gain. Because you did tax loss harvesting, your cost basis decreased by $1,000. You sold the investment after a year and the long-term capital gain is $2,000. The highest tax rate for long-term capital gains are taxed at 20%. $2,000 times 20% equal $400, which is the tax liability. The difference between ordinary income tax rates and long-term capital gains tax rates saving is $100. $500 minus $400. You can take that tax saving of $100 and invest that money so it can compound over time. Although you decrease your investment cost basis, you could potentially pay no tax on the investment gains by giving the appreciated investment to a qualified charity. Also, pay no tax on investment gains to your beneficiary when you decease, but subject to estate tax if your estate is over the estate tax exemption limit, which is $11,580,000 in 2020 for a single individual. Capital losses benefits in the following orders. Gain offset, capital loss minus capital gain. Earning income offset, reduce earning income up to $3,000 per year. Tax shield, excess losses carry forward into next year. The disadvantages of tax loss harvesting are, you are decreasing your investment cost base. When you have to sell your investment, you will have a huge capital gain compared to not tax loss harvesting. Thus, your tax bracket could increase and you could be phased out of certain tax deductions and credits. You might also be subject to the additional Medicare surtax of 
and up to 85% of your social security benefits could be taxable because you increased your taxable income. When you do tax loss harvesting, you are selling an investment than buying another similar investment. You could be missing out on the investment gains because of the lag that takes from selling the investment to acquiring the similar investment. There will be transaction costs, such as trade fee and bid ask spread whenever you buy and sell investment. You have a primary investment and when you do tax loss harvesting, you are replacing your primary investment with your secondary investment. The secondary investment is not better than your primary investment. That is why it is your secondary investment. That is why when you do tax loss harvesting, you want to know how long you are going to hold the secondary investment. The opportunity cost is your time because you have to monitor and manage your accounts. Resetting the holding period. When you do tax loss harvesting, you are selling an investment then buying another investment. The holding period starts when you buy a new investment. Other information we should know related to tax loss harvesting. Watch sale rules. According to the US Security and Exchange Commission, a watch sales occur when you sell or trade security at a loss and within 30 days before or after the sale, you buy substantially identical security, acquire substantially identical securities in a fully taxable trade, or acquire a contract or option to buy substantially identical security within 30 days before or after the sale, which means you want to sell or trade securities for at least 31 days before or after the sale. What happens when you trigger a watch sale rule? You can't claim the loss on the sale. The replaced investment cost basis will be adjusted. The replaced investment will continue with the holding period of the original sold investment. Be careful with the watch sale rules. The watch sale rules only apply to losses. The watch sale rules could look at all of your accounts and your spouse account if you file your tax return with your spouse. The tax loss harvesting works on taxable accounts. Tax loss harvesting works on taxable accounts like a brokerage account and does not work on pre-tax accounts such as IRA, 401k plans, 403b plans, 457 plans, and after-tax accounts such as Roth IRAs and Roth 401k plans. When you look at robo-advisors like Wealthfronts and Betterment, their website only shows primary and secondary investments. What happens when you do tax loss harvesting by replacing the primary investment with the secondary investment then having to do another tax loss harvesting because the market is down? But they can't do it because they don't have the third investment in line. I don't know if they have a third investment or not because it doesn't show it on their website. Although it doesn't say it on their website, it doesn't mean they don't have it. You always want to do your due diligence and research before investing. Common mistake to watch out for when doing tax loss harvesting. You should know that the watch sale rules could apply to all of yours and your spouse accounts.
which means if you sell an investment in your taxable account, then buy the same investment in yours or your spouse's retirement account. You could trigger the white sale rules. Don't sell and be in cash for 31 days, then buy back the investment because you might miss a big gain on the investment. There are a lot of studies that show that if you miss the biggest day gain in the market, your total returns will be less than someone that is fully invested all the time. Be careful with automatic dividends reinvestments. Automatic investment plan, AIP, and automatic rebalancing. I have seen investors owning the same investment in their taxable accounts and retirement accounts. When they sell the investment in their taxable accounts, hoping to incur a loss, the watch sale rules trigger because the same investment in their retirement accounts reinvested the dividends which used the dividends to buy the same investment they just sold in their taxable account. This common mistake also applies to selling an investment at a loss in the taxable accounts and automatically rebalancing in the retirement accounts. If you sell all of your shares to realize a loss and you accidentally dividends reinvest or rebalance the portfolio and trigger the white sale rules, you could eliminate the loss or realize a potential loss depending on your net gain and loss. Best practice. If you and your spouse own the same investment in multiple accounts, a good practice for tax loss harvesting is to sell the investment in the taxable account, then turn off automatic reinvestment and rebalancing in yours and your spouse account. Keeping the secondary investment longer than you should. Once you do tax loss harvesting, it is a good idea to replace it with the original investment depending on how much you like the original investment, transaction costs, and tax liability. Be careful when switching back to the original investment because you could trigger a short-term capital gain, which is taxed at earning income tax rates. Thus, not only do you lose the tax benefit from tax loss harvesting, you could be owing more taxes because the short-term capital gains from switching back to the original investment could be the higher than the capital loss from tax loss harvesting. Wow. When you switch between investments because you did tax loss harvesting or tax gain harvesting, you could pay more in taxes because the dividends are not qualified dividends due to the holding period. Dividends could be classified neither as ordinary or qualified. Whereas ordinary dividends are taxable at ordinary income, qualified dividends that met certain requirements are taxed at lower capital gains rate. On page 19 of 76 of the IRS website for qualified dividends, for the holding period, you must have held the stock for more than 60 days during the 121 days period that begins 60 days before the ex-dividends date. You should do tax loss harvesting throughout the year and not just in December. Let's look at the S&P 500 index from January 1st, 2019 to December 31st, 2019 on Yahoo Finance. If you only do tax harvesting at the end of the year, you will have missed out on a couple of tax loss harvesting opportunity and you did not capture the lowest point in 2019. Capital gain and capital loss. With long-term capital gains, you pay the long-term capital gain tax rates. You can do tax gain harvesting and we will talk about that later. With long-term capital losses, 
the losses can offset long-term capital gains, short-term capital gains, $3,000 of your ordinary income, then remaining losses carry forward into the future. With short-term capital gains, you pay ordinary income tax rates. You can do short-term tax gains harvesting with the investment gains and still be in the 0% income tax bracket if it applies to you. If not, you may want to hold the investment for at least more than a year to get long-term capital gain tax treatment. With short-term capital losses, the losses offset short-term capital gains, long-term capital gains, $3,000 of, of your earning income that remaining losses carry forward into the future. Remember, to get long-term capital gains or loss tax treatment, you need to hold the investment for more than a year, which is more than 365 days. If you hold the investment for 365 days or less, it is considered short-term capital gain or loss. Capital gain tax rates are lower than earning income tax rates. Selling investment at a loss is a great way to lower your taxable income and you are not selling out of an investment position because you are replacing it with something very similar. Strategies on what to do after you did tax loss harvesting. Reinvestment of the tax saving. When you do tax loss harvesting, you are getting the tax saving. You can take the tax savings and invest that money so it can grow and compound over time. For instance, from the previous example, instead of paying the $1,500 in capital gain tax, you could offset it with capital loss. You save $1,500 by doing tax loss harvesting. You can transfer $1,500 from your bank account to your brokerage account, then invest it. Instead of paying taxes to Uncle Sam, you are shifting that money to your account and deferring the taxes on the gain. There are a couple of strategies you could do to avoid paying taxes on the gain. When you do tax loss harvesting, you are decreasing your investment cost basis. The strategy is even more powerful when you know how to avoid paying taxes on the investment gain. Some strategies you could do. Give the investment to a charity if you are charitably inclined. Hold onto the investment then when you are deceased, your beneficiaries will get a step in basis. Give the investment to a family members that are in a low tax bracket. Sell the investment and realize the gain when you are in a low tax bracket income year. Earning income tax rates are higher than long-term capital gains tax rates. I really like realizing an investment capital loss and having the capital loss offset earning income until the capital loss is exhausted rather than offsetting the capital loss with capital gain. Once I use up all the capital loss, I can sell the investment to get long-term capital gain tax rates. I want to maximize my tax saving. This is just one strategy and there are other strategies depending on the other circumstances. Summary of tax loss harvesting. You are deferring taxes with tax loss harvesting because you are decreasing your investment cost basis. We don't know what the tax rate will be in the future, but the tax saving today is better than the tax saving in the future because if you're in a low tax bracket in retirement, you could potentially pay no capital gain tax. This is a really good transition to talk about tax gain harvesting. Tax gain harvesting. What is tax gains harvesting? 
Tense gain harvesting is selling an investment that has increased in value, then buying the same or similar investment to replace it. The goal is to pay low to no taxes on the investment gain in the year you realize the investment gain. Understanding of capital gain. Short-term capital gains are taxed at ordinary income tax rates. Long-term capital gains are taxed at long-term capital gains tax rates. Depending on the investor taxable income, long-term capital gains are taxed at 0%, 15%, or 20% tax rates. My favorite tax guide is from the CFP board. You can visit at www.tenfan.com. Resources. Investment Insight. According to the CFP Board 2020 tax table for a single filer, taxable income between zero to $40,000 is taxed at 0% long-term capital gains tax rate. For married filing jointly filer, taxable income between zero to $80,000 is taxed at 0% long-term capital gains tax rate. Your taxable income can be more than $80,000 because we are not taking the itemized deduction or the standard deduction into consideration. A single filer can add $12,400, which is the standard deduction for a single filer, to the $40,000, which total $52,400. And the Mary filing jointly can add $24,800 which is the standard deduction for Mary filing jointly to the $80,000, which total $104,800, and still be in the 0% long-term capital gain tax rate. This applies to the federal tax, and you could pay state taxes depending on your state and income. How do we do tax gain harvesting in practice? In 2020, you invested $10,000 in a brokerage account. The $10,000 is your investment cost basis. In 2022, the value of the account is $14,000. You sold all of your investment and realized $4,000 in long-term capital gain. Now, the $14,000 is sitting in cash in your brokerage account. You take that $14,000 and invest it in the same investment. Your new cost basis for the investment is now $14,000. If you earn $40,000 from working in 2022, your federal tax liability will be the same whether you sold the investment or not. You might be subject to state tax. You stole the investment because you are a savvy investor and you want to increase your investment cost basis. The benefit is to have a lower capital gains in the future when you sell your investment. And it is easier to do tax loss harvesting because your investment cost basis has increased. Example via TurboTax. Let's walk through an example in TurboTax. You are single. You are head of household. You are 30 years old. Your taxable wage is $40,000. What were your 2019 federal withholdings? Zero. Any 2019 state withholding, zero. You see the estimated amount owed is $2,324. Half investment. 
Short term gains, losses, zero. Long term gains, losses, $4,000. You see the estimated amount owed is still $2,324. The benefits of tax gain harvesting are potentially pay no taxes now and in the future. If you're in the 0% long-term capital gain tax bracket, you can sell your investment to realize the long-term capital gain and get 0% tax on the investment. Although the capital gain increases your adjusted gross income, AGI, your tax liability stays the same as long as you are under the adjusted gross income limit threshold. Potentially pay no taxes in the future or at least pay less in taxes. Whenever you do tax gain harvesting, you are increasing your investment cost basis. This decreases your future net gains and lowers your tax liability because your net gain increases cost basis minus sole price will be lowered. Tax gain harvesting increases the probability to do tax loss harvesting because the investment cost basis has increased it. Tax gains harvesting best practice. If I am under the income threshold and can realize a long-term capital gain, I will sell the investment and realize the long-term capital gain to increase the investment cost basis. It is also good to do tax gain harvesting when you are temporarily in a low tax bracket because you just got laid off, taking unpaid time off, working less hours, or transitioning to a new job. You expect your future liability will be higher than today. Therefore, you would rather pay the taxes now than in the future. Some investors refer to this as tax bracket arbitrage, which is restructuring your transactions and accounts in a way that is the most advantageous to you so you can pay the least amount of tax. If you are going to do tax gain harvesting, pick the ones that have the highest cost basis first because you can sell it in the future and have less tax liability. It is easier to do tax bracket management and tax loss harvesting. The disadvantage of tax gain harvesting are Your adjusted gross income will increase and you might have to pay taxes and be phased out on certain tax deduction and tax credit if you are over the adjusted gross income limit. You may have to pay state income tax although you pay 0% at the federal level. Opportunity cost. If you are subject to the state income tax, instead of paying the state tax, you could invest that money. You could increase your alternative minimum tax liability if you are subject to alternative minimum tax. You might be subject to the net investment income tax of 3.8% when you reach the annual threshold limits. For 2019, it is $250,000 for merit filing jointly and $200,000 for single filer. Resetting the holding period. When you do tax gain harvesting, you are selling an investment then buying an investment. The holding period starts again when you buy a new investment. That is why it is good to talk to a professional before making an informed decision. Because tax law changes and there could be rules and exceptions you never heard of before.
Other information we should know related to tax gain harvesting. Tax gain harvesting works in taxable accounts and investment should be long-term, which means the holding period has to be more than 365 days. You don't have to worry about watch sale rules with tax gain harvesting because watch sale rules only apply to losses. It is good to do tax gain harvesting in the middle to last week of December so you know how much your taxable income is for the year. With tax gain harvesting, you can sell the investment then buy the same investment again once the cash is settled. Because the watch sale rules do not apply to gain. Instead of doing tax gain harvesting, maybe you should do a Roth conversion. Why? Roth accounts have tax deferral benefits. Qualified distribution are tax-free in Roth accounts. Your beneficiary receive a step-in basis on the investments in the brokerage accounts when you decease. Other information we should know related to tax harvesting. Tax harvesting, tax loss harvesting, and taxing harvesting does not work on tax advantage accounts such as 401ks, 403bs, 457b, tax shelter annuities, Roth 401ks, Roth IRAs, health saving accounts, 529 plans, Coverdale education saving accounts. Tax loss harvesting is not suitable for investors who are in a low tax and don't have to pay tax because if they don't have to pay taxes, why would they want to do tax loss harvesting and decrease their investment cost basis? Later on, when they sell the investment, they will have a bigger gain and could subject them to paying taxes. What is the deadline for tax loss harvesting and tax gain harvesting? By the end of the year, which is December 31st, some financial services firms and robo-advisors do tax harvesting, but they don't do tax gain harvesting and integrating all of your accounts and your spouse's accounts so they can all work together. Make sure you ask your advisors or the platform you use on how they're managing your money. Tax drag. Tax drag is when you are decreasing your after-tax return due to taxes. If you can mitigate taxes, you can increase your after-tax return. Of course, you should not make investment decisions based on tax implications, but you should take taxes into consideration. Best practice. You want to pick specific investments to do tax loss and tax gain harvesting to get the maximum tax benefit. It's not doing average cost, FIFO, first in, first out, or LIFO, last in, last out. Whenever you buy and sell investments, you have to take into consideration the transaction costs, such as the trading fees and bid as spread. Tax loss harvesting and tax gain harvesting are good to implement when you can save a couple of thousand. If not, I don't think it is worth the time because time is too valuable. One of the things I learned in life is to do what you're really good at or enjoy doing and outsource the rest to an expert. Tax harvesting should be integrated with other financial planning strategies such as asset location. Asset classes diversification, account diversification, tax efficient rebalancing, tax bracket management, estate transfer strategy, and many other. 
Let's review the material by looking at four scenarios from worst to best. You did tax harvesting the wrong way and realized a short-term capital gain of $1,000. $1,000 is taxed at your highest tax rates and it's about 50% for high income earners. Therefore, you pay $500 in taxes. You're in a high income tax bracket. You did tax gain harvesting, realized a long-term capital gain, and it is taxed at 20% long-term capital gain tax rate. $1,000 times 20% equal $200 to taxes. You're in a low income tax bracket. You did tax gain harvesting, realized a long-term capital gain, and it is taxed at 0% long-term capital gain tax rate. $1,000 times 0% equal zero to taxes. You did tax loss harvesting and $1,000 losses decreases your taxable income at the highest rate, which is about 50%. Thus, you save $500. You might say 10. You are saving $500 now, but you are going to pay more taxes in the future because you are decreasing your cost basis. This is the best scenario on the spectrum. If you give your investment to a qualified charity or to your heirs, you save the $500 and the $500 would never be taxed. Tax harvesting summary. With tax harvesting, it comes down to four options. You should do tax harvesting, should you do tax harvesting, and tax gain harvesting. Should you do tax gain harvesting, and should you do anything at all. The benefit of tax harvesting will depends on the individual investor circumstances because everyone's finances are different and how they execute the strategy can make a big difference. Tax harvesting is a tax management technique to enhance an investment after tax return. Tax loss harvesting decreases an investor adjusted gross income and decreases the investment cost basis. Tax gain harvesting increases an investor adjusted gross income and increases the investment cost basis. Tax gain harvesting is really good for investor and retiree who have different types of accounts, such as 401k, Roth IRA, and brokerage account, so they can control their taxable income and be under the income threshold to get the 0% long-term capital gain tax rate. You want to do tax harvesting at the right time to get the maximum after-tax return. It is an advanced technique and you should talk to a professional to see how you can incorporate it into your investment strategy. You want to know what your after-tax return is. Your after-tax return is the return you see when you log into your account minus the taxes you need to pay to convert the investment into cash. Let us know what are your tax management strategy to improve your net after-tax return. Thank you for watching. This is Tan, your trusted advisor.